Hello, friends, and welcome back to another segment of Hello, Halloy. And I have another special guest, and it's not Juno for once. <laughs> um, but um, her name's Gabby. Say hi, Gabby. Hello, everyone. Yes. Ah, thank you for sitting in with me. Um, and today we're going to be talking about relationships, but not the romantic kind for once. Thank God we're over that for a second. Um, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about friendships, and we're going to be talking specifically about fans versus friends. Um, and we're titling this the fake friend versus the real friend. Um, because I'm sure we've all dealt with both and how to distinguish between the two and like healthy relationships with friends, right? Um, Gabby's here because we both had an interesting fallout with a common friend who is now no longer a friend. And for the sake of confidentiality, we're going to call her Amy in this story. All right. Yeah. Her name is not Amy. So don't try to go search someone named Amy on either of our pages because she will not come up. So no. <laughs> um, no, she will not. Yes. But we're going to talk about um, as always, I'm going to like break this down into subtopics. So the first topic that we're going to talk about with this story is taking it personally. And it's the idea that in friendships, you should be able to share different perspectives, be able to share different ideas and opinions with a friend without them taking it personally, especially if your come your intentions are not to hurt them or like yeah. hurt other people. If your intentions are well placed and it's like from a place of concern, they need to be able to understand and take that criticism <laughs> constructively. Um yeah. so yeah so amy all right so yeah i'm gonna tell my little bit of the story and then gabby i'll let you jump in but basically what happened with this friend is amy was super excited because she was seeing a guy and they had been dating for a few months and then she started talking to me gabby and another friend about getting married and I was like, oh, that's awesome that you feel this strongly about this person. And she was like, I'm already looking at wedding venues and like bringing them up to him and my dad. And I was like, that's very fast, actually. And while I was like, oh, that's so exciting. I was also cautioning that, hey, this is a big life choice. And um, she didn't like hearing that. Anyway, nope. Gabby, you want to add in your, before yeah. I get deeper, add in. Oh, yeah. Um, first off, I, I do want to say that because of this person, it, um, uh, God, Haloy and I, um, uh, we actually got to meet because of this person. So I'm very thankful for this kind of spawning our friendship. And even though we don't talk like all the time that I will always have a friend in Haloy and she keeps it real and that, you know, even if like we don't see each other all the time or we don't talk that she's always like a real homie and that that we just initially bonded over this and you know when this all came to a head that she was there for me and that we just you know were able to bond and get past this um yes. so we bonded it was trauma yeah we, we <laughs> did so trauma bonding um anyway um it's a little backstory for me um when our, our girl Amy started talking about this, um, I was going through the brunt of a pretty rough breakup. And, you know, I had just started recently working a lot more again. It was kind of when like the pandemic, like the tail end of excuse me, people not working in person, the pandemic. So I have an in-person job. 
And, you know, I was kind of learning to be a single woman again, getting back on my feet, kind of throwing myself into work in a healthy way. Um, you know, just kind of learning the ropes again. Um, she was there for me a lot and I was really appreciative for that. But also at the same time, that's when she started, you know, they, they had that talk and she started like, like sending me wedding menus and started telling me, oh my God, I'm looking at this, that, and oh my God, I'm, I won't have to worry about, you know, like paying for the wedding myself and this and that. And I, you know, I cautioned her one day when I was coming home from work and I just had like a really, really great day. And I was like, hey, you know, you got to be careful with this. You know, just really enjoy the time that you two are having together. Don't rush into this. You know, just really enjoy like getting to know each other still and these, you know, big conversations you guys are having and don't, don't like be so focused on, you know, getting married when you don't even have a ring on your finger. And every time that I would say something, just kind of like trying to help out or just, you know, kind of caution her not to be like rude or anything. Cause I was genuinely trying to be happy. It was also really hard. She would get really defensive, Good. like super, super defensive. Like it was a bad yeah. thing what I was saying, but with any good friend, I feel like they wouldn't say that they'd be like, Hey, like, thanks for looking out for me. But it was never that it was never that. And she was very well aware of what I was going through. I was, I was going through it. I was having good days, bad days, but like every single day with her, it was wedding talk. And she was, she would kind of be like, you know, like, why aren't you asking me about this and that? And it's like, I can only do so much when every day is like, do you want to see what wedding rings I picked out today? Do you want to yeah. see this? Do you want to do that? And it was just like, dude, I, I'm trying really hard to, you know, be a good friend and want to like be in this conversation, but you know, what's happening in my life and you're making this all about you. And, you know, despite her still being there for me, I feel like she knew how much of a hard topic this was for me to really be invested in at the time and kind of like, you know, gauge your audience and to be like, Hey, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Yet she did. She kept going and going and going. And that was, that was the first part of it. And it was, it was really hard. So she wouldn't take any constructive criticism. Every time I didn't want to talk about it, she turned it like it was a personal attack. And that's kind of like what you were saying that it wasn't a personal attack, but she took it like one. Mm -hmm. She did. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's talk about what we learned from this situation. Um, okay. So with our friend, Amy, here are my thoughts. Here are my thoughts, guys, hear me out. If you don't agree, whatever, but these are just my takeaways and maybe Gabby's takeaways as well. The fact that Amy could not stand hearing anything that even slightly went against how she was feeling tells me that she needed outside validation for this decision. Yeah. Right? She, she didn't want support. She wanted validation and there's oh. a big difference. So that to me speaks. I'm unsure about this decision. I'm unsure and I need my friends to tell me that, yeah, I'm doing the right thing and kiss my ass, basically. And the other thing yeah. is the fact that she took this personally, us saying we are concerned, not saying, hey, 
you're being stupid, but being like, hey, we're just concerned about here are some things to think about personally. Mm-hmm. That also speaks to me that she wants undying support. Like, and it's similar to that of a fan, right? Like if you're a celebrity, yeah. people are going to like hype you up for like breathing air. Like you're going to breathe and people are going to be like, oh my God, Beyonce broke out. Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, Beyonce. Like if you're Beyonce, like people are cheering you on just for existing. Exactly. Yep. And I told, and I told Amy that I, we got into an argument and she was like, I just feel like you're not being supportive of me. And I was like, I literally said, congratulations. And we all listened to you. We all listened to her talk about, we all heard her out multiple times about this situation. Yes. And, and, you know, and I said, Hey man, that's great. That's awesome that you met someone that you feel this strongly about. I'm really happy for you, but here are things, some things to consider. I told her, you know, the price of a wedding venue is insane. It's hard to cancel once you book those plans. It's only been a few months since you've known this person. So let's just reconsider. And she was like, I feel like you're just not being supportive. I really need you to be supportive. And, you know, telling her, you know, the fact, the other thing is with Amy, in both of our scenarios, we both had dropped the topic a couple times, but she kept bringing it back up. Like it would be like the argument ended and then she'd come back a couple days later or even hours later and be like, I'm still upset about what you said. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like resurfacing. Yeah. (laughs) Trigger. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. Because she'd be like, hey, I'm still not happy about you said this to me and it's like I thought we were done talking about this why are we still making this about you and something that's not even happening yet right yeah and the other the other side note I want to say that we took away from this you know is that when we have friends when we have friends right a friend is going to speak to you they might have different opinions from you they might have different perspectives and different insight than you and that is a good thing that is a good thing a friend there that might think a little differently than you because they'll be able to see if something is going to be harmful towards you and they if they speak out against you it'll be coming from a place of concern not because they want to hurt you but because they are trying to prevent something from hurting you right yeah Yeah. And when I look back, all of Amy and I's fights were all about, hey, you didn't ask me about my life. Yes. Or ask me about what's going on when she did the same mundane things every single day. Mm -hmm. And then when things were good, she'd be like, oh, my God, you, you asked me about like more today. You were like so good. And it's like, are you a teacher or are you a person? Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I mean? And it's like friends don't do that especially if they know that you're going through something they have to give you a little bit of grace Mm -hmm. and usually that person will recognize like hey I'm sorry like if I'm not like doing that enough you know I'm going through something like you have to like talk it up to like we're all mature enough to care about each other at a certain point and this Mm -hmm. is before like the whole wedding hysteria started happening and like I was going through a lot. She's like, well, you're not asking me enough about my life. It's like, dude, you do the same three, three things every day. Yep. What, yeah. what, what else do I need to ask you? 
Right. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's also that idea of like, I'm going to talk about my other sub point I want to bring up with this, with this idea of, cause Amy did the same thing to pretty much all of her friends. Like there were three friends yeah. of us that all had a falling out with her and we all kind of asked each other about, hey, did you have this talk with Amy? And we all had kind of identical talks and falling outs. And the problem yeah. was in all of our relationships with this friend was that it was always about her. Every, everything yeah. was transactional. So like in a friendship, it's much like a romantic relationship, right? Like you're not dating them, but the same principle applies of balance. And like yeah. it's a give and take. So if you're listening, like if you're always talking and never listening, there's a problem and vice versa. If they're always talking and you're always listening, it's a problem and same idea background, right? There needs to be that give and take of emotional support, physical support and financial support on both ends, right? Because you're a team. That's what friendship Um, is. Yeah, it is. That's what it comes down to. Yep. And, uh, you know, I will say this, the other issue that I had with Amy and in this scenario and in a lot of scenarios is that, so my other point I want to talk about that relates to this story is that friends are, not only are you able to have confrontations, but it means you don't speak behind their back, right? Like you're able to have confrontations because you know that you can speak to their face And like you want, if when people talk behind your back, what it tells me is they don't care enough to fix something with you, right? They they want to talk shit because they don't want to fix the problem or even address it. They just want to factor on it. Yeah. So my another issue we had with Amy and in this scenario too with the wedding was that she would come to all of us and talk about the friend behind their back. She oh. Gabby did this. Haloy said this to each of us. And it was like, you would send it to us. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember because she was like, I just feel like they're so against me. And like, now you're against me. And we were, and I was like, none of us are against you. There's this idea of for being, being for someone does not necessarily mean you are going to blindly agree with everything they do, every decision they make and everything they say. Being friends with someone means that you can have discussions and debate things that you don't agree on. And you're still friends at the end of the day. But this is not, that wasn't enough for this person. They needed that, you know, that validation, that hype. They basically wanted all this hype for a decision that we did not agree with. And like I said, the reason she kept, coming back to this argument every time we all dropped it was because she wasn't going to be happy until we were like, yes, this is a good decision. We gave her the answer that we, that she wanted us to give her. Yeah. And we never did. Yep. We never did because it wasn't until we were all out of the picture that she finally got what she wanted from her man and all of that stuff because we were like, okay, we're just realists. We're just trying to be, real friends it doesn't mean we're not approving of your relationship we're just trying to look out for you because like we keep saying that's what friends do you know you could be friends with someone for so long and not agree with 100% of what they do and say but that's normal and it's real and still be best friends yep and yep. and amy was never having that so yeah 
being able, yeah, being able to see past differences is a big yep. sign of maturity and like depth of yeah. a relationship. But if you yeah. can't see, like, it's one thing to have moral differences from someone or like, yeah. or like have opinions that like hurt that person or other people. It's understandable to have differences like that break you up, but to have differences tear you apart where it's just a different perspective. It's just a different way of thinking. That is yeah. a sign of that it's not going to be an in-depth friendship or like a healthy one. Um, yeah. You know what this person, um, it was just like, it was just like, it was a lot of projecting is what it was. It was a lot of this person was insecure. So they needed, like I said, they needed that outside validation and, yeah. and the thing is, the other thing is she projected a lot of her problems onto us during these, when we'd have these arguments. Cause I remember one of the things, one of the crazy things she said to me that I can't believe she thought was okay to say that she said in front of our other friends, Gabby wasn't there. Cause Gabby and I live in other States, but my other friend that we're going to call Derek, um, for confidentiality reasons, Derek, she said this in front of Derek and me. She said, well, hello, I know I asked you for advice, but honestly, I don't want your opinion on this because you haven't even been in like real relationships before. So you don't understand how I'm feeling. And I was like, oh, and I was like, okay, that's underhanded. And also a very bad perspective to have. Yeah. Oh, but like, because just because someone hasn't had the same experiences as you does not mean they lack experience. It just means they have yeah. different experiences than you do. Yeah. Um, but, and you know, it's just like when they turn, when they resort to insulting you instead of like trying to, you know, resolve a problem through healthy conversation, it means that they're not looking for an answer. They're looking, they want, like I said, her thing was she wasn't going to be happy until we agreed with her. And that yeah. is not friendship. That is being a fake friend and being a fan and saying what they want you to hear. Yeah. So. It also really shows emotional immaturity. And I um, really saw that from her and I saw her true colors when I had to um, cut her off cut her out of my life completely and I'm not going to go into details about that for a few reasons but she she said some really really nasty things to me that no one else that you know I've just faded out of friendship with or just like anything I've never had anyone say anything like that to me she's like you know like that's why you were broken up with or I can't believe like anyone want to be friends with you like you're a terrible person, like, all kinds of stuff. And it it was just, like, the only thing that mattered, really, like, we were, you know, kind of, like, side pieces was her and her boyfriend and us validating that, mm -hmm. I felt like. Because when I told her, I was like, hey, listen, like, I just, I can't do this anymore. And when the other part happened she was just raging mad and her other quote unquote friends are like, we, I can't, I can't believe you. I can't believe you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. If, if you are going to be this emotionally immature, 
that's not a me problem. That's a you problem, you know, and she is a few years younger than me, but you know, I mean, you're also a few years younger than me and you act <laughs> like you're about my age. You know, I, it's, I, it really, it really depends on the person. And I think it's just, it's, it's just kind of crazy how, like she, like she's just projecting, like, oh, you're, you're literally a terrible person. I'm like, okay, cool. That's what, that's what you think because you, that's what you, that's what you want to make me think. And I just, nope, it's, it's not, it's not true mm -hmm. because you, I'm, I have a like a, a different perspective on things. Right. Yeah. And like I said, when someone takes a discussion you're having and starts throwing in personal attacks, that's when you know the discussion is not going to be constructive there's not going to be no. um it's no longer a conversation basically when they start making attacks at you instead of having a discussion because a discussion means there's going to be a resolution or like they're going to yeah. be resolved nothing is going to be resolved with name calling and you know attacks like that and you know with people like that the best thing you can do you just have to remind yourself that you're not the problem when they start doing that. Like when they start yeah. attacking you and like th projecting their problems. Just have to remember that you're not the problem. It is them not mm -hmm. being able to facilitate their emotions properly and like yeah. having to resort to taking it out on other people and also removing yourself from the situation. Like in this situation with Amy, every time she'd call me and start to try to talk about it and we'd circle about it for like hours, I would be the one to be like, hey, I'm done talking about this because you're not going to change my mind on this. Like, I've yeah. already made up my mind. And eventually, she is the one that walked away from all of our relationships, right? She is the one that said, I don't think we should any longer be friends. And the thing is, when someone says that to you, when someone else walks away from you, you say, okay, I'm done then. Because you should not chase after someone that is going to give you an ultimatum like that. Yeah. So it's, it means they don't want to try and change their mind and see your perspective because a true friend is going to be like, okay, how can I see, see both sides of the story, try and like meet in the middle. And also to also show is a lot more maturity. Yep. And she is, or was hopefully was immature, you know, and it's just, when, when I think of the interactions that you and I had with her, I think of her just throwing hissy fits, you know, over text or over phone calls about basically not having the same, like, you know, agreements or like having the same opinions over what was happening. You know, it, it's, it's like, that's what I feel like. If I feel like I envision a little kid, like stomping their feet, basically. Yeah. You know, like, yep. like why, why are you agreeing with me? When do you see what I need? Why, why don't you, you know, like, that's what I, that's like still what I see like very vividly, even though this was almost two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, hopefully she's matured. Um, I think everyone kind of had takeaways and things they learned yeah. from that situation. Dealing with, dealing with problem, dealing with, I don't want to say problematic people, but dealing with people like that, people that, frustrate us kind of they tend to be eye openers and good lessons for both parties yeah. um 
Yes. Well, I will say that. I hope that she has grown from that. But I will say this too. Like you said earlier, you know, a good friendship is when both parties look at, you know, their mindset, even if they are different and they're like, okay, but where can we compromise? Where can we both, you know, where can we both meet in the middle, even if we're not eye to eye? And the fact that she was like, I'm ending this relationship with you because you can't see things the way I do speaks volumes that she is capable of compromise or what it really does. Yeah. So that, and that is like a huge thing that you have to understand about any relationship you have with someone, you are going to have to compromise a little. You are going to, that concept of give and take is important. That balance of like, here, I'm giving this, you give this, or here I'm taking this and um, you take this type of thing. It needs to be balanced. Um, So yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Hopefully, um, I don't know about you, Gabby, but I will end with this. I am not sure if this person has changed because they did come back a little bit um, like sometime last year and they sent a message saying, hey, I remember all these good times and I was self-reflecting and they were like, and you know, I've grown from this experience and I hope you have too. I don't want to harbor any animosity towards you. I hope you're doing well type of thing. And to me, yeah, to me, it's like maybe she has grown. But the fact the fact that this message never had an I'm sorry that I couldn't meet you halfway. Um, it speaks volumes to me that this person probably has not changed because saying saying things like I've grown from this and I hope you have too is like a, hey, I hope you've understand, understand the era of your ways. Yep. And that's always how she's been. Yeah. And so. it's like, it's like, you know, like I have my way and I'm, you're always have yours. That's kind of what like that sounds like. And the fact that she can never say sorry. And in the time her and I had been friends, our, our friendship, we had to talk for a few years and we got in a fight before and she actually did say I'm sorry once about something that was really, really stupid. She actually was like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have, you know, stopped talking to you over that. And it's like, yeah, you shouldn't have because it was really stupid. Mm-hmm. But um, I have her blocked. So I don't, I don't know. And I don't think she, I think you might've talked to me about this before um, that she came out and said that to you. But I feel like, she pro- I think I think she kind of said that to you for her own conscience to maybe like kind of clear the air. I'm like, okay, this is my version of me saying what I need to say to this person to like go forward. You know, I feel like that's kind of what she did to like, okay, let me message her. Hey, you know, this is what I need to say, even though it's not really an apology. It's just like mm-hmm. and putting something yeah. out there. Yeah. And I will say this, you know, I kind of replied in a civil fashion, but not in a way that's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for the error of my ways. I just kind of told her, you know, I agree. We had some good times um, and appreciate you reaching out. And I was like, I don't really harbor any ill feelings toward you. Take care type of thing. And I really like, I'm at the point where I don't care anymore. I look back at it as more of a like, learning experience with how to deal with 
people who act like that. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Cause you didn't need to apologize for anything because you were just trying to be a good friend. Yeah. There was, there was no need for you to do anything because there was, there was no, you, you didn't call her any names kind of like, you know, she did to us. Um, you know, I'm sure your response was kind of like, Oh crap. Like, you know, when she saw what you said, um, but yeah, I, I think it, it really was a learning experience for us all to go, okay, if, if anyone that we meet going forward ever starts saying things like that to us or, you know, excuse me, acts like that with us, that's not the kind of friendships or even acquaintances that we need to have in our lives because it's not going to add any value to us or like add any value to our lives and our friendships and they're not going to be people that, you know, hype us up or people that are, you know, going to give us good advice or, you know, going to really like be there for us and not only focus on themselves or have a selfish friendship with. Yeah, no, I agree. And, um, you know, I'm going to kind of transition into our closing topic with that statement. Um, and then we'll end this, but so a real friend, here are the other takeaways that we're going to end on, right? A real friend, like Gabby was saying, um, they're good at communication. They balance that give and take. They love you despite the differences and, um, and are able to be there for you, right? They love you despite those different opinions, those different outlooks you have and all that because that's what I mean that's what love is it's like despite the fact that you know this is the way it is or like you think the way you do I'm still here for you type of thing so when people give you that ultimatum of like oh you are too different for me to associate with yeah they're like fine let them go it is what it is type of thing and like with this person how Gabby kind of mentioned um you know, if you're real with them, if you're honest with them, honesty is always the best policy. And if you're honest with someone and they don't like that, there's a problem. It's, yeah. it's their problem. Um, so yeah, if you have someone in your life that, you know, we all have shit to work on, but if you have someone in your life that they are not self-aware and they're not willing to admit what their problems are, there's some, there's some work that needs to be done that if yeah. they aren't even self-aware of the issue. Yeah, like I like to say, it's a them problem, not a you problem. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and you're probably not going to be able to help. And nothing you say is going to be able to change their minds. They're going to push and they're going to push and you're going to be like, okay, well, you know, I said my piece. If you're not going to listen, then deuces. Yep. I, you know. So, and that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Gabby, for reliving our PTSD with me. Oh, <laughs> who said that? Oh, of course. <laughs> and thanks for um, having me on to talk about this because you were a big help when it happened. And I'm glad we got a friendship out of it. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. So, you win some and you lose some, right? You do. And that's just, you know, <laughs> That's what I, it happens a lot in our twenties. So yeah. that's just 
the ebb, ebb and flow of friendships and learning who your true friends are. Yep. You know, it really is. So, yeah. Well, thank you again, Gabby. And I'm going to log off, but thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>